What's going on, guys? Another episode of Mind vs. Muscle. Uh, finally, we got Mr. Cody Boom Boom McBroom back from uh, his trip in uh, Laguna, correct? Yeah, or, Laguna, uh, Dana Point, which I think is Dana, Laguna. Dana Point. Yeah, never heard of it, but Laguna Beach, pretty much. Uh, and coming back from Warrior Week, a lot of insights, a lot of a lot of lessons, um, and, and you know, we, we just talked. We were talking a little bit before this. You seem super fired up about, um, you know, everything that you learned and, and the things that you experienced uh, with Warrior Week, and, and you know, we can we can get into that a little bit. But uh, we want to get straight into, you know, and, and I talked about this on the the last podcast, and it seemed to, uh, as promised, I've you know, I've, I've done a little bit more more research on it. And there's this huge thing going on that came out from the American Heart Association about uh, coconut oil being uh, not unhealthy for you. And so when I first read it and I saw it on Facebook, and this is how I came across uh, the, this article, was people were sharing it. And they were like tagging their friends and tagging their family. And they're like, yo, like you've been buying all this coconut oil like, you know, you need to return it, right? You've been buying it in bulk. This is crazy. Like, you know, I mean, look, like, look what you're doing to your body. This is coming from the American Heart Association, a legit source. Um, And immediately, I was just like, this is so bullshit, right? And and I talked about that on uh, on the last episode. So we want to kind of go uh, a little bit deeper. Obviously, Cody wasn't with me on that episode. Um, So, uh, you know, what we, we talked about, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, like, the biggest thing is, and it was funny because, like, as you know, I was gone, and at Warrior Week, it's like, you're literally nonstop, so I really didn't have any time to check in, but I got people posting in the group, a couple people messaged me, like, that link, and I didn't have time to read it, but the more I dug into it, like, I really think that people just read a title, they freak out and share it, like, I guarantee 50% of the people that shared that article didn't even read it, they probably see, like, coconut oil is worse than you think, and they're like, fuck, and then they just share it, which is not okay, and the other thing that comes to mind is, like, I don't think it was the uh, Heart Association, but not long ago, there was that whole sugar thing going on, right, where, like, they were saying fats were bad for us for so long, and it turned out that the sugar industry paid scientists yeah. to put that info yeah. out. So it's like, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Like, and at the end of the day, like, you can eat too much avocados, and I'm sure there's a bad fucking right, right. We talked about, about that right? before, yeah. You yeah, like, too you much can't, of a good thing. Absolutely. So I think that people were probably abusing it. And we got to look at in study how much were they consuming, right? Because a lot of these studies go to the extreme to prove a point. So it's just like, like somebody was, I had a lot of the warrior guys asking me about uh, CrossFit while I was down there because warriors kind of hardcore. And a lot of those guys lean right into CrossFit because they're like, ah, that's what I got to do. Right. And so a lot of them were asking me about that. And 90% of them was like, dude, you don't need that right now. and, And the conversation was always, there's nothing wrong with CrossFit. I like doing CrossFit sometimes. But you can take CrossFit too far. You can take bodybuilding too far, right? So the same applies with nutrition. So I think, in my opinion, I think coconut oil is still fine. I think I use it on my skin, and I think, like, I don't really cook with it as much anymore because I don't like the flavor as much, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it in small doses. Yeah, and, and, you know, their their thing, too, was that, you know, oh, well, like, if you you use more than two tablespoons – you know, to, to cook with it, like, man, like, 
you shouldn't be using more than two tablespoons of fucking anything. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> right. and, two, and two tablespoons is a lot, right? Like, if you were to put two tablespoons of butter in the you're fucking pan, shit, and then, yeah, and then you, you know, make a steak, like, you're making an already fat meal even fatter, right? Yeah. So, well, like, and that's the crazy thing is, is, like, yes, you can fucking overdo it, but also there are ties to you know, the food industry and, and, and vegetable, uh, vegetable oil and stuff like that. And, and, uh, all these products that we get from, from corn. So like, man, like it, it's, it's again, like it, it was the title that really got people's attention and freaked them the fuck out. And I, I guarantee that there was fucking thousands of pounds of coconut oil just thrown out within like yeah. a 24 hour period of people just freaking out. Yeah, that's and that that's it's it's a shame too because like now a lot of people are gonna like live in fear of all these different things when it's just like man it, it's a natural food like you you should be fine and like you said if you put two tablespoons in a pan whatever you're cooking is drowning in oil yeah. you know what I mean like I've had plenty of clients actually come to me and the first step especially like Greeks who use a lot of oil like olive oil. I'm like, hey, let's cut your olive oil in half that you cook with. And, like, they learned that you, you could actually cook a meal in, like, a teaspoon of olive oil if you really wanted to. Yeah, like, if you have nice, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, get a nice pan and you're straight, right? So that, I think that's taken way too far. I'm going to dig more into it. Um, were they asking about MCT oil, too, or was, was the study yeah, done so, on MCT? So I, I didn't get to it, but uh, so we, we did a live feed, and uh, we, we got a question on there, um, you know, our thoughts on MCT oil. So, man, like – and then afterwards I thought about it. I was like, well, it's, it's kind of good that, you know, um, I, I, I forgot to mention it because to me personally, I, I don't use MCT oil. I've, I've talked about it before. I really just take creatine. Um, and that's really like the only supplement I take other than probiotics. Right. Um, but what are, what are your thoughts on, on MCT oil? So MCT oil, all it is, is multi-chain triglyceride oil. So they literally take coconut oil, they extract the multi-chain triglycerides out of it, so it's pure MCT fat, and then they put it in a in a substance that you can drink or take a tailspin or whatever. I personally think it's hype. I think it's kind of pointless. I think that you're better off using just coconut oil. Um, and I don't like coconut oil is MCT, but there's other things inside of coconut oil, vitamins, minerals, all these different extracts that are in there that aren't in MCT oil. So I think it's pointless to slap a label on it and then charge double the price. So people buy into the hype. Right. Um, so, so do it, you think that, and with the word hype too, and, and this just comes to mind because now that there's a lot of uh, content coming out about how now fat is, is good, right? Like your brain <laughs> functions, right? Like it, it functions the way it's supposed to when you have a healthy amount of fat in your diet. And now you know, they're creating these products that are kind of made, uh, you know, built around um, that hype and that virality, I guess. Yeah, I think everything kind of like goes in waves, right? And I think that, so I've been, I've been, dude, I've been digging in, I bought a couple books that are just like super geeking out on nutrition. And I'm, I'm like, really, I'm at a point where I'm trying to figure out a nutrition plan for entrepreneurs is kind of the way I'm targeting it towards because like, I look at, like, I want to eat to produce, right? Like, I want to train well. I want to stay lean. I want to be healthy. But I want to be able to actually think, produce, stay stress-free, all these different things, have energy. So I've been looking more and more into this. And a lot of it isn't one or the other, right? Your carbohydrates are actually utilized in your brain as well. Your brain can function on glucose, yep. right? Too much glucose, and you can be zapped because your nervous system, right? So there's always a fine balance. So 
I don't think you can take one thing too far, and that's that's the issue, right? That study comes out that shows like, oh wow, like ketones can help produce more brain power. So ketones are in fat, so fat is good. So right. let's put right. two tablespoons of butter and MCT oil in a coffee, make it 65 grams of fat, and you'll yeah. have a, a more intelligent day. Like it's fucking stupid. Yeah. So and an 800 like, calorie coffee. Dude, it's crazy. So I think I think that <laughs> <laughs> it blows my mind when people do that. Um, it's like that post I did a post yesterday on Facebook. I said coffee or energy drink, and people went crazy yeah. on it. And it was like, and so many people said bulletproof coffee, and I was just like, don't buy in the hype, don't buy in the hype. One guy right. was like, I don't care, I just like the taste. I'm like, ah, yeah, it's cool, I get it. Like, yeah, but like if you if you look up bulletproof coffee, uh, coffee, like the ingredients or the recipe, it's a lot of fucking fat. Mm-hmm. which would actually just slow me down in the morning, to be honest with you. And then they talk about, like, fasting and adding that. Like, you're not fasting if you consume that many calories, period. Yeah. So um, I think that I think that you have to find a, a good balance. And, and what's crazy is I was actually listening to uh, – I can't remember the guy's name. He's a doctor of some sort, and he was on um, – I can't even remember. The, oh, he was on Ben Greenfield's podcast, and he was talking about ancestral diets, right? So a lot of it actually depends on the way your body's going to lose weight, the way your body's going to function, the way your brain's going to work. It's actually somewhat dependent on where your ancestors are from, right? The Mediterranean area is a moderate diet, moderate carb, moderate fat, because that's how they grew up, because that's what was in their surroundings. So they're accustomed to that, right? So like Ireland, all those like up, up north, like Norwegian stuff, they actually do better on a higher fat, lower carb diet, right? So it really, really, Ecuadorian, I think, was the area, and it's all, like, is more high carbon. That's all dependent on where you were at compared to the right. equator, which is fucking crazy if you think about it, but it makes yeah. sense. So they were talking about, like, these studies are, like, almost irrelevant, right? Because if you get a bunch of mixed people or people all from one general area that have the same ancestors, you can completely skew the way a study works. Right. So what I recommend to people is, like, Stop relying on that info and see what you feel better with. If you notice you start taking MCT oils and you lower your carbs and you feel great, it's probably not the MCT. It's probably the fact that you have higher fat, lower carbs. Yeah. Does that make sense? That was a little rant, yeah. but I mean, like, yeah, most definitely. I think that's the most important thing, and it, it involves like your gut health and involves like your microbiome bacteria because some cultures they found out were super low carb. So like the question was is like how are they still shitting? How are they still having a healthy gut because they have no fiber in their diet? But their microbiome needs less because they've grown accustomed to that over years and years and years and years, right? So, like, I think everything depends. Your body is crazy, and I think the best thing to do is just listen to it and just wait and see what works best for you. Awareness. different. Yeah, 100%. So, my opinion on MC2 is it's hype. I'd rather use coconut oil, personally. Right. And it's all really high calories, so, I mean... And also, so now now that I realize that we're kind of just going through all this, that this is it, it's a lot of of recap, and uh, you know, again, we we also talked about uh, launching the uh, the Mind vs Muscle forum on on Facebook. This is something that you and I and Michael uh, have have gone gone over um, and, and super excited about. I mentioned it, and you know, everybody kind of lit up. So. Uh, I, I think that this is just, again, like it's a good way to, to get everybody engaged, right? Like we get, we get a lot of questions, um, and, and, and people seem to, to really, uh, love the podcast. And again, like, you know, I actually just wrote, I finished up, um, I finished up my blog actually. So that's going to be coming out, uh, very soon, probably by the time this, this, uh, this podcast comes out, it'll be up. You can go to theobuoy.com and check it out. 
but uh, one of the biggest things that I noticed with my own personal transformation, that one of the biggest components was accountability, right? And with that comes association, right? And, and community and all that stuff. And that's what I had when, when I first came into, when I first came into Vigor. So a lot of these people who, you know, I mean, there's people from all over the world um, who listen to the podcast, who are jumping on the Facebook Live and, and engaging um, that can't physically come into Vigor and, and train with us or, you know, talk to us in person or sit down, have coffee or something like that. Um, so again, this is just going to be a great way for everybody to get involved. I agree. And I think, I think a big issue too is like a lot of people when we post like, hey, fire your questions away or we make a specific post and it triggers someone's thought like they're confused or they're scared or they don't have an answer to what they're going through. They're afraid to comment because it's public. So this is going to give us an enclosed group where it's all like-minded people that are, it, it's a safe place where we're all in the same thing. And we're going to call it the Mind vs. Muscle Militia because that's what it is. It's a community. It's an army, but it's it's willingness, right? And we're all going for the same change. So I'm really excited about it. There is going to be exclusive content. So we're going to do um, videos, posts, different information, free workout stuff, like, but it's only going to be for the people in there. And I also think that we need to, and I'm going to actually, fuck it, I'm just going to put it in the universe. We're going to launch the shirt soon. And I think we need to launch it in the group and only in the group, right? So we're going to, we're going to figure that out uh, after we, we're probably going to run this. So what do we want to say? Four weeks and it'll be free. Correct. So this is going to launch. There will be a link in the show notes. It's going to be free to get into the group, um, into the Mindverse Muscle Forum. And remember, this is a place where not only can you ask for opinions on recipes or macros or your diet plan or cardio or post videos of you training and doing exercise and ask for our coaching critique so we can help you get through everything. It's going to be a place where we can all share and all stay accountable. So we encourage people to post their goals, post their results, and then keep let us keep you more accountable, right? So it's going to be a really cool place. But we're going to let it be free for four weeks. So every show, we're going to talk about it. And you're going to have a link in the show notes. We're probably going to put it up on the Facebook page. It's going to be free for four weeks. After four weeks, we're closing it, and it will be a charged group. So if you're curious about this, you need to click this link now before it becomes a paid action because it will pay, get paid, and it will grow. And I guarantee you we're going to have a ton of trainers in there as well. So those people who are looking for results, there's going to be so many trainers in there that can help you as well. And then for those trainers, there's going to be other trainers that are ahead of the game as far as like their business, their experience, so they can help you with their business. So I'm really fired up. I think it's going to be a good thing. And then once we launch the shirts, we'll launch them in there because I think it'll be dope to be like the mind versus muscle militia is the only people that can have that shirt. Right. So no doubt we're, we're going to start it out that way. Um, and I think like after you just said, like people can't come have coffee with us, I think it would be dope to do like, we're going to do like, I don't know if we'll do a weekly or it'll p depend on travel and all that, but like a uh, coffee, coffee break with Theo and Cody or some shit like that. No doubt. Where we like get a dope set up with some coffee and like, and we just do So Facebook all you live. fucking coffee snobs, yeah, you guys have to share your favorite coffee because there's, there's so many different brands and I'm like a, a coffee addict. Like Cody mentioned he, he, he did this post on like, I think I was probably like the first person or one of the first people to, to comment on that Facebook post <laughs> about, about, you know, energy drinks or coffee. And I immediately said coffee all day, every day, which is like legit from six in the morning to, you know, eight at night. So I'm a big, I'm a huge coffee head. Everybody has to share their, their favorite brand of coffee. I was so surprised I that. too that like 90% of the people that commented on, there was like over 150 comments or some shit. And 90% of them said coffee. Yeah. I was expecting more people to say like, uh, energy say energy drinks. drinks. Yeah, I yeah. think if you, I think if you were to go to the masses, that energy drink 
energy drinks would probably win, but just because of your network, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like it's, it's, I feel like it's different. Cause that's everybody why knows like energy drinks aren't that great for you. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, that was a good post, but, um, I actually want to dive into some, a couple things. Whenever I travel, I get on the plane and I just geek out like, right. Like I buy books, I, I like download articles and I just read and listen to podcasts and I just go, go in on some new stuff. So one thing I've been digging into is, time-restricted feeding and like how that relates to the circadian rhythm so I think we talked a little bit about this recently yeah but there's like some crazy studies going on that shows like so for anybody listening who doesn't know what the circadian rhythm is it's essentially your body's uh your body clock right so when you should be sleeping and it's all adjusted to the light and stuff so that's why these people are wearing those blue blocker um glasses right I don't have the blue blockers yet but I would recommend people like if you can, when the sun goes down at night, you should try to l- eliminate light, like drop it below the horizon. So if you have lamps that are up high, get lamps that are down low, turn your phone on nightshade or whatever. If you have an iPhone, it's already on there. I would recommend this for anybody who has a laptop, download the app called, I think it's called Flux. Yeah, F dot Lux, L-U-X. And it's literally a free app, but it autom- you type in where you're located and it'll automatically like, uh, change the lighting on your computer to get rid of blue lights when the sun goes down. Oh, Super shit. dope. Yeah, so it's like an automatic blue blocker, so you don't need to wear those glasses around the shit. Okay. But they're, like, linking it literally to, like, if your circadian rhythm's fucked up, cortisol's through the roof, so you're going to lose less body fat, you're going right. to more stress, you're going to have a lot more uh, gut issues, um, stress hormones all go through the roof, your metabolism actually slows down, your body absorbs and digests nutrients differently if you're eating according to the wrong schedule. So that's why, like, Dude, now, like, crazy? It is, man, and, it, and it, it's insane, too, because I kind of got to, like, part of me is like, fuck, I got to bite some of my own words, because I've always said, like, it doesn't matter when you eat, like, just fucking eat. Your calories in, calories out is all that matters, but at the end of the day, like, they're showing that if your circadian rhythm is fucked up and you're eating too late, it will throw that off. Your body will metabolize it differently, and it can halt your results. So, that being said, like, it might not be the best thing to eat super, super late at night if you can avoid it, right? So I think there's, like, some wiggle room there. It's not the end of the – like, the light is more important, but they're finding this time-restricted eating, and it's different than fasting, right? So, like, they go 12 hours is the minimum, 14 hours is, is even better. But, like, so I did it last night, 9 p.m. I was done eating, so I didn't eat till 9, 9.30 today. So that's 12 uh, – you'd think that would be a fast, but you actually can't consume anything besides water, so one thing with fasting is you can consume black coffee, you can consume zero-calorie drinks, and that won't spike your insulin enough to take you out of that fasting mode. But what they're finding is with the time-restricted feeding and the circadian rhythm, there's systems in your body that actually turn on metabolism, turn on the circadian rhythm, all these things. So if you consume even black coffee, it'll turn the switch on and, you, and you're done. So that's why for me, like I wake up too early to do that usually. So Sundays is going to be my like time-restricted feeding window. So 12 hours, and they're linking it to a faster metabolism, better insulin sensitivity, uh, lower cortisol lever, uh, levels. They even linked it to more muscle growth. This is crazy. So these people fasted, but because they didn't even consume black coffee or anything and all those systems processed less, they lost – it was 70% more body fat in the study. 70%. Holy than, shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, obviously, the studies are done on rats, but – <laughs> that's all we that's all we can do because we can't control right, right. humans right but same calories same feeding and everything um and they retained and built more muscle in the process from this and you would think that's like bash it crazy it's like wait i'm not gonna eat and i'm gonna gain more muscle 
But if calories are equated for, because your cortisol is so much healthier and your stress hormone is so much healthier, they actually build more muscle. It's fucking crazy. So I've been diving into that because I'm like all about it now. But then the issue is, is like, fuck, dude, I wake up at 5.30 a.m. Like, I'm not lasting 12 hours to eat. Like, I got to eat. No, there's no way. So I'm going to try to do it on the weekends because they even showed that even if you can do it like once or twice a week, it actually does help your cortisol levels, all this stuff a lot. Obviously, every day is ideal world. But if anybody's interested in that stuff, Dr. Rhonda Patrick did a bunch of stuff with uh, fucking his name is uh, Dr. Suchin Panda or something like that. India, Indian dude, but he's super smart. He's the one that did all these studies. So Dr. Panda, if you look that up, Dr. You'll see Panda, him. Yeah. man, I, I feel like, dude, that, that shit is calling me because especially, dude, the last uh, almost three weeks of my life, dude, like I've gotten, like I guarantee my circadian rhythm is absolutely fucked. So uh, moms and dads, parents, like, dude, this is that, I guarantee it would be a game changer. I mean, for yeah. everybody, but especially just now, like, you know, that's immediately what, like, I started thinking about. I was like, yeah, like, I need yeah. to get my shit together because, or figure it out as much as possible, right? There's only so much you can do as a, as a parent, but. Right, but yeah, if you can even do that once a week, like, here's, yeah. and here's the thing is, like, for people like you, I would, man, like, meditation, things like that are, like, going to be clutch because you need to recover and stuff. But um, if you can even implement one day of that. Now, fasting is still good for you. Like, don't get me wrong, but the time-restricted feeding is different. So they don't even restrict calories in humans that do this, and they still see a lot of results because it's not about the calories. It's about the time. So, right. and if we look at it, like, and they were looking at it from a ancestral, you know, and it's, it sounds funny because this is going to go, and I think everybody goes through waves, but I've always been the macros guy. I'm like going towards paleo now because it's like this ancestral shit that's coming out makes so much sense. Like paleolithic is kind of iffy because there were signs of grains back in the day and I get that. But like, so the reason they started looking at this time restricted feeding is because you didn't leave the cave when it was dark because it was dangerous. So mm-hmm. your circadian rhythm was perfect. And so you really only ate with a six to nine hour window because you went out when it was light. You grabbed berries and nuts and seeds and whatever was growing to snack on until you could kill something. You ate it and then you went back to sleep in your cave, right? So like, and like your light was not being disturbed. Right. And there's no blue light in fucking fire. Caves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> so like, so, so I don't know, man, I've been digging into that like crazy because gut health, all these things are so much better with those people that do this. So it's, it's really, really interesting stuff. So if anybody wants to look into that, I would, I would highly suggest it. It's difficult, but it's definitely a game changer. No doubt. I actually have a, uh, I got a good uh, personality question for you. I've been, I've been thinking about these. So <laughs> you can't, from the time you were born to to this day you cannot you you cannot pick any time right during during your lifetime right so what when would you want like if you had a time machine right would you want to is there a certain point in the past that you would want to go to or a certain point in the future that you would want to travel to like you have to you have to pick one and 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 why would you why would you pick that time that's hard. I'm I'm probably gonna say future because I was a little fuckhead when I was a kid. But like what like what time like you know age thirty five forty five. Um, I would say. So I'm twenty. I'm gonna be twenty five in about a, in a month. Literally exactly a month. Yesterday. So I would say thirty. 
because it's going to be five years from now. And I know, like, I'm in a very pivotal point in my life where a lot of things are changing. Uh, me and Shannon move into our new place next weekend, which is going to be crazy. So I know that by the time I'm 30, like, I know, like, marriage and all those things will be happening and I'll be, like, oh, in a different shit. place. I'm going to put that out there. Oh, you put a... it out in the universe. All good. She don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> she can hear me, though. She's in the other room. Um, <laughs> oh, that's but I know, funny. like, we're going to be traveling more. I know that, like, my work is going to be a lot different. I know where this is going to be. Like, I just, I'm excited for that, you know? So I think, and I think from age 30 to 35 will be a point in my life where um, coasting is the wrong word because I'm never going to coast. But I think that that's going to be a period where things are set and we're just building on the same things, right? right? From now till 30, a lot of things are changing. A lot of things are adapting and a lot of things are growing. So I would probably say, it's a hard choice between 30 and 35 because part of me now is like, man, I would like to see where I'm at in 35 to see how big these things are. Right. So nothing like nothing in, in uh, like you, you wouldn't want to go like back in time and see, you know, like the ancient Egyptians or anything like that or. Oh shit. I didn't know that was an option. I thought yeah, you were yeah. saying, no, I not you were saying like, you can't pick it. no, you don't go back in your own past. You got to go back in time. Right. It says oh, you can't go shit. in your lifetime. So either the future or uh, no, then I would definitely go back. I thought or you so meant let's, like let's, so let's so, so let's just do two, right? Like you can do actually no, fuck that because I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to go to the future. Um, but what what time would you want to go if you had to go back in time or if you wanted okay. to go back? Now I get it. See, I thought you meant like I I could be like I could be fifteen again. No, I'm actually, no. or I could be thirty five. Okay, yeah, so I'll scratch that. Um, I just put all that out in the universe for no reason. <laughs> You gotta listen to uh, you gotta listen. You gotta open your ears. Oh no. Alright, so I'm gonna go uh I'm really, really interested in like that caveman era right now, but I would probably die very shortly. <laughs> so I'm not going back there. I wouldn't last. So I would probably go back to like Fuck, that's hard, man. Like I feel like the most interesting times are like uh the revenant and all that shit, but that's so dangerous. Like it would not be enjoyable. Like right. you're going back to a fucked period of time. So I think I would go uh, like 1950s, 1960s, 1960s, sometime in there, because that's when like, like Back to the Future. Yeah, because man, that's like when that's when uh, that was like the big hippie movement. That's when like a lot of like rock and roll and stuff was birthed, and I'm really into all that like time era for music. I think I would probably go back. I think that's when, like, the, like, Italian gangsters and all that shit started coming in. That was probably, like, 50s, huh? No, that was, that was, uh, they came over, I think, like, 19, like, 1905 or something like that. Um, That's when a lot of them started. And, yeah, and they took over Philadelphia, New York, Chicago. Right, um, way off. New York, yeah. I mean, that's that's really when it started. I've looked a lot into fucking... Mob shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I I've researched like there's this there's like this Sicilian uh, there's like this Sicilian mobster. I forget his name. He's responsible for over 150 fucking murders, like himself. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I watched a documentary and they were talking about that guy. Um, yeah, he's a fucking beast. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, probably I, go I, I mean, I don't want to glorify it, but <laughs> I mean, at the yeah, same you, time, kind of did. <laughs> All right, where are you going? I would, 
it, it's it's hard. I think that I would want to go see. I, w- I would want to go see the Egyptians, right? And it would be, I'm kind of cheating, but it would be like a time period of I think it took like 35 years or something like that to build the the Great Pyramids, right? And just to see how they did it, because I don't think that they know how they, or they have an idea of how they did it. But you know, what I mean, they like don't. they don't fucking know for sure. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they they got 40-ton blocks of, of cement, you know what I mean? And they're, and they're building this fucking structure, right? And, like, right. it would be hard to, to even build that now in the way that it was designed. So I would just want to go back and, and see that because, like, I just feel like it was engineering at, at its finest. Like, they, they created this huge civilization and like, man, I, I, I'm always just been like super interested in that and like always had questions like, man, like how the fuck did they make that shit happen? Right. And everything Alien, was just bro. gold. Like how, you know what I mean? Like they just had the most baller shit ever, yeah. um, you know, way back then. Um, Cause at, at first I was thinking about, you know, Rev- the Revenant too, right? Like, man, like, but yeah. That's I didn't think about other countries and continents though. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I think I think aliens built the pyramids, but see, I'm looking at I'm looking at fun. You're like you're like thinking of like history and like all this. I'm like, man, the 1960s and 70s were probably the most fun. Like I'm going. Yeah, there. but for me, I don't know how fun it would be just because, uh, you know, I'm black. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about my, that. My dad's <laughs> got some fucked up stories. My 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 grandma's got some fucked up stories. So I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm cool on all that. Like people, people really like, and it's, it's more of like the, you know, like the freedom fighters who are just like, man, I want to, you know, I would really love to go back and see like the civil rights movement. But like, I mean, I think that like, I appreciate the fact that I'm here now and that I didn't have to go through all that. And yeah. that, and that, you know, my family literally, you know, marched with, uh, marched with the civil rights movement, but like, they also have like some really like fucked up shit happened, man. Like, you know, dogs were getting unleashed on people and, you know, ripping people up. He's a, he'll be 60, 68. Okay. Yeah. See that. So my, my dad's like 55, I think 54. My my dad, my dad was a teenager. So he was born in 1948 and, uh, you know, see that's the difference. So, like, my dad was born in 1963, so, like, when he talks about, like, growing up in the 60s and 70s, it's a lot of fun for him, and he was, like, I mean, the sports, the music, like, he was into that kind of shit, so, like, totally different story of what I hear of his childhood compared to your dad's childhood, you know what I mean, so, your dad was literally probably a teenager when my dad was born then. Yeah, and, like, his, his mind was just so, you know, it was, like, you know, just running with running with rebels, you know what I mean? Kind of more of like the, not necessarily like following Martin Luther King. It was more like the Malcolm X, like Black Panther, you know, like pissed off at the cops yeah. and shit. He has this funny story of uh, of him uh, throwing rocks at throwing rocks at cops and then just taking off running. Um, it's hilarious to hear him uh, to hear him describe it. But. I can imagine because he's a storyteller, yeah, for sure. All right, let's let's go into so we had like I had one question that got shot to me uh while I was gone and then I want to go over like quickly like my biggest three insights of Warrior Week. So Ooh. um I think this question I want to answer just because I told the guy we would go over it um and I just but I, it, it's a super simple one like do we recommend upper lower splits or something else and then how would I set up a higher volume day 
for the upper lower split. So if people don't know, like an upper lower split pretty much means like you go upper body, lower body, rest, upper body, lower body, rest, or you can go upper, lower rest, upper rest, lower rest, whatever. You get one, two upper body days and two lower body days each week. Yep. Typically, and this is how most people would recommend it, it's probably the smartest way to go, is two of those upper body days are uh, like lower volume. So you're going heavy weights, lower reps, and then uh, two of those days are more hypertrophy based, so higher reps, a little bit moderate weight. Right. Um, so you get both ends of the spectrum. Now, what I would say, and what I said to him is like, I recommend doing what you, fo- like if somebody's like, I just want to focus on strength, then I would probably actually have lower volume on both those days. And then you just have like some quick high, like high intensity, high, higher rep finishers, because if you want to build absolute strength, you probably should focus more on that. Two thirds of your training should be that period. But like what I do personally is I'll do two days of like lower reps, heavier weights, and then I'll do two high volume days. So the way I set it up is there's a couple ways. When I'm programming for clients, I base it off their experience. If they're brand new, I start with a minimum effective dose. And if they're very experienced or they've been with me for a while, I base it off of the higher end of the spectrum. So like, for instance, 70 reps per muscle group is probably a good range to go for hypertrophy to get maximum amount of yep. volume, which doesn't seem like a lot. But I mean, if you did seven sets of 10 pull downs, it's actually a lot on your last. And that's not to mention like horizontal rowing, deadlifting, all these different things that like add into it. So you end up getting a lot of volume. So the spectrum is going to be anywhere between 40 to 70 reps, I would say, if you want to get science-based. But to be honest, lately, I've been just going off how I feel. I've been so busy. Right. And, and I know you're probably in the same exact world right now, but times two because you got a little girl. Like, I think the smartest thing to do is, like, I do an upper-lower split. One day, I work up to a three-rep max on deadlift or bench. And then the other days, I literally just play it off ear, and I just I just hit it hard. And I just do whatever I feel like. Some days, I don't get that much sleep. I'll take it light. Yeah, I'm actually in the exact same in the exact same boat, and my my approach is is the same as well. So, you know, I've had I've had clients, and and, and even clients have, have have asked me, you know, why is this person here for, you know, hour hour fifteen, and you know, I'm out in you know forty five minutes, and and it's always the new people who who tend to uh, who tend to question this and it's like hey look like you know do you feel like you could do more right now they're like man I'm fucking smoked like my legs are shaking and it's been like 45 minutes right to where you know the guys who are with me and and women too um, a couple of them who who do train for hour hour 15 you know they're on they're on pretty high volume right and so obviously it takes longer um, a lot more sets reps rest periods um, and stuff like that. So again, it's, it, I base it off of experience, uh, where that person's at, um, and, and, you know, how much, how much capacity do they have to, to train? So, you know, that's, that's how I differentiate it. Yeah. Because in the capacity thing, I think it's huge because a lot of people forget about recovery, right? Like I actually have noticed better gains in performance lately after I took volume down and it's because my body probably wasn't recovering as much as it needed to. Right. So I think yeah. you have to like, don't always think more is better. Cause a lot of times I get in my own head and I go to the gym, like ah, I could do one more, I could do one more. And I just keep doing sets and it's, it's, it's not healthy. Like it's okay to walk out of the gym feeling good rather than being, or, or even if you, or even if you do feel like that day that you can just, you can do a lot and you can do more and you can do more and you can do more the next couple of days, you're probably going to feel like you've crashed because, you know, you've, you've spiked, uh, you know, uh, certain things so much like dopamine or, or, or cortisol so much that then those next couple of days, your body is just fighting to, to recover. Right. 
and it just wants you just to to chill out and sit down to the to the point to to where you just feel exhausted. Yeah, right. And sometimes so, that's good, yeah. right? Like yeah, like overreaching yeah, like that. You and always, yeah, it up. you always have to push yourself, and that's how you're going to get better and progress. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it, when you, when you do feel like that, like taper down on maybe on the next session, right? Because I think that's where a lot of people have a hard time. It's like, okay, well, this is the program. I have to stick to it 100%. Right. Like I can't taper off because then I'm, I'm going to lose results. Well, yeah. you're going to damage yourself to the point of no return anyway if you, if you try to attack you know, a max effort session and you feel like uh, – or even a high-volume session after you feel like you're just zapped. Right. So that's where, you know, the whole awareness thing comes into play. And that's what I try to teach all of my clients or even people who I consult with on Skype calls and stuff like that. It's like, hey, man, like this is my approach. Like try it. See if it works for you. And usually there's the, the result is, man, I feel a lot better and I don't feel I, and I feel successful. I don't feel like, you know, I'm, I'm losing at this point. Right. hundred um, percent. So I think it's pretty simple. But so let's let's get into warrior like. If anybody listening doesn't know what Warrior is, um, just look up Wake Up Warrior. There's like a free movie you can watch. Gary J. White, um, that dude is the next Tony Robbins, man. Like him on stage is fucking crazy. Like very, very powerful speaker. So like the whole thing is is their their approach is a man's way to have it all, right? So it's not just business. It's relationships. It's your body. It's it's yourself personally, spiritually, everything. So it's a really encompassing way for people out there to figure out things in their life and it's only for men so this it's a pretty crazy thing to think about like i'm in this room with 500 guys in black suits and we're all searching for the same thing like it's very very powerful very very like just powerful man i can't there's no better word than powerful for like and the first lesson that I i wrote down when i wanted to talk about my top three takeaways was we have one shot and i know that sounds like cheesy and it's like yolo or whatever but I watched these guys get up there and there was dudes like I had conversations with dudes like so we would introduce ourselves and like I don't forget this one guy like older guy like just rugged just looked like he just been through some shit and so we had no idea who we are so I'm like I'm sitting by a random guy and like I lean over I'm like yo what's up I'm Cody from Seattle uh, trainer this I, this is what I do and then I was like how about you and he was like I kill people and I was just like what the fuck and he I could tell he was kind of trying to like get me shook and I was just like so how? Like, I was just like, fuck it. Like, I know you're not going to hurt me right here, so let's talk about it. This dude has been a Navy SEAL hunting terrorists in uh, the Middle East for fucking 15 years, man. And he left over an injury, so now he's just back. And this is the first thing he went and did with Warrior. Crazy. So talking to that guy about his experiences, I'm like, who knows if he's going to be here for long, right? And then I would hear guys go up who have had businesses burned down, marriages fail. Uh, one guy had five kids, and three of them died at different times from different events. So these guys that have been through so many horrible things, right? And they all came to this and they're like, I don't care about the money. I don't care about any of it. All like the most important thing is like living your life the way you're supposed to, which leads to the next two, which is health matters and relationships matter. Those are like the two other things because every single person in there is like, I regret like getting overweight, being unhealthy, feeling like shit every single day. I'm more stressed out from it. Um, I'm moody from it. I don't, engage in my relationships because of it. I can't produce that work because of it. And then the other thing is, is like they regret not having these relationships with people, right? Other like-minded guys, uh, different people in their life, whether it's like significant others or kids, or there was people that like ignored their kids for a decade and now it's Man. too late. 
So like the most powerful thing that I could like leave everybody here with is like, I, and, and I learned a lot about business, trust me, but I'm not going to bore everybody with that. It's like the most important thing all these guys shared in common was like health matters and they all needed to take a stand on that. And relationships are everything like from so many different angles. And if you can master it, and that's like the whole concept of warrior and core four is like, if I can take care of my body, I can take care of my relationships and I can take care of myself spiritually that everything else works out, right? So this is what was really cool to me about it too, is like, like, and you know this, it goes body, being, balance, business. Yeah. But I, I never realized that there's a reason it goes in that order. Because if you don't take care of your body, you're not lean, you're not healthy, you don't have energy, you're not like being physical, because especially as men, we need to be physical, whether it's training, whether it's MMA, it, you have to do something physical because endorphins are released, all these different things happen. You won't be confident. You won't believe in yourself. You won't have energy. And all those things bleed into being. So body becomes before being because if you're not confident, feeling good and all that stuff, it's hard to tap into yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And if you can't do either of those two things, you're not going to give all in your relationships. So that's why relationships comes next, and that's why balance is next, right? And once you engulf in all those three of those things, your business takes off. And it doesn't matter if you have more information or not. And, like, hearing them talk about this, like, guys that built million-dollar businesses and then it all crashed, but once they figured out these three things, all of a sudden business took off, it just makes so much sense. Right. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that get that completely wrong. And I've done that plenty of times where I'm just so engulfed in business, I forget about the rest. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? So that's, like, the biggest – and the funny thing is, is, like, I knew that, but, like, it's, it's a different perspective when you hear men that are twice your age. Because I was the youngest dude there. There was, there was three guys that were younger than me, and it was their dads brought them there, which was super fucking cool. So there was guys that were, like, wow. in their 50s and 60s that had been in Warrior for a long time, and this is the first time they brought their kids there. So there was, like, an 18-year-old, um, and then, like, a 21-year-old and a 23-year-old. And then I would have been, like, the fourth or fifth oldest at 24, which is just fucking insane. But, man, it's just, like, this time is limited. No doubt. Crazy. And I, 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 yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And look, like I've, I've had this conversation several times as well. It's like, man, whether you're, whether you're religious or not, like whether you believe that there's life after death, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not here, right? Like, you know, you get one shot at, at, at making this shit count. And, and that's how I live pretty much every single day of my life. And yeah, like, you know, every day I'm trying to clean things up and I'm trying to, uh, you know, to, to progress and, and, and work towards, uh, you know, building a lifestyle that, that I want, but that's the, that's the fun part. Like it's challenging shit. And I think that a lot of people get discouraged, but having this formula and going through things like resurrection week and, and paying attention to what Garrett does with, with wake up warrior and, and having mentors in my corner and having these conversations with you, man, it, it allows, it allows you to put things in perspective. And that's why, you know, I talked about earlier with, with accountability, access, and association, why those things are so powerful, and that's what leads to success, right? Because you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. There's no such thing as, as self-made. Um, so, man, like, make the most of, of, of what you got in your time here on Earth, no matter how, how long or how short, uh, you know, you, you perceive it to be. Man, get after it every day and, and, and make the most of it. I agree, man. I think, like, and that's what, what I'm really, so I'm going to shout this out again. Like, if you're interested in the Mind vs. Muscle Forum, like, click the link in the description. Get in there while it's free. Because I have a lot of people who follow me and who follows Coach Steve and stuff. And, like, he's one of the warrior guys, but now he has his own thing. So I, I, I'm getting coached on this all every day. 
people ask me like, man, what is he having you do? Cause your business is taking off. And every time I'm like, it's just association. He calls me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He t- and you know, what's funny is like, he actually, me and this one other guy, he forced to take in less information. Cause he's like, dude, you listen to podcasts every day. You're reading nutrition and training and all these things. You're sucking in so much information that you don't have time to like put out your own word. Yeah. Like chill out on the information. You don't need that. You need accountability. That's why I did that video. You don't need info. You need accountability. So me being in that group, taking in less and just being associated with guys that are on the same mission and having accountability just pushes me. So we talk about this forum. Like I think that's going to be one of the most powerful things is just seeing daily activity of like-minded people, which is going to push you to do more and it's going to keep you accountable. And you're associated right. with these guys that you can get help from. Like nothing is going to beat that. I don't care what training program you're on. And then on top of that, like going back to the upper lower split and we talk about our oh, volume depends on this and this, and you got to listen to your body. We're in the, we're working on some things that it's going to be a program based on that exact thing. So you can choose what, what exercise based on the movement, you can choose how much volume and intensity and all these things, depending on where you're at. So we are working on this and it's going to be a customizable program that you can buy from us that pretty much lays out everything. It's like having our system. And then on top of that, if you're in the forum, like you get the accountability, like it's going to be a win-win thing for everybody. So I'm really excited to launch that. So um, first step in getting all that is going to be getting in the forum. So click the link right now. Boom. Boom. (laughs) If you love the mind versus muscle podcast, want more free content and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle.